What's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me. My countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. We're not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. And today we're going to talk about some of these thoughts that I had uh, from Bible class, uh, the Christmas holidays, uh, how people interact with one another, how Christians interact with the world, and just some some things been on my mind. Nothing too deep, nothing too profound. Before I get into that, I want to let you know that it's been a wonderful year. We're coming up on year's end. I cannot wait to see what 2023 has in store for the Cogitations podcast channel. I really urge you to go follow Cogitations on Facebook. I would like to grow the community there. I would like to see what we can make of that, and that won't be possible without your participation. There are ways to support me as a podcaster, full transparency, that goes directly to me. That has nothing to do with the missionary work that I'm currently involved in. If you want to know how that's going, shoot me a message. I'll be happy to talk with you about it. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Uh, be sure and go to Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash near churches, and you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. That probably needs to be changed to cogitations because that Patreon is from back whenever uh, me and some friends of mine were doing something in Northeast Arkansas. That's what near Northeast AR. N-E-A-R, churches, near churches, that's what it stands for, Northeast Arkansas Churches, but I moved to Canada, that kind of, that page is still active and people still share stuff on that page, but the the Patreon is is ways to support me and what I do as a podcaster. Anyway, I may change it, I may not, we'll see how that pans out in 2023. Let's get into the meat of our podcast. There's a lot of goodwill, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, all that good stuff when it comes to the the holiday season. People tend to just treat people better. People are a little bit more understanding, and they, they're, they're thinking more about Jesus than they do at any other time of the year. And that got me to thinking about the persona that we present. Now, persona is not necessarily a bad thing, or I say not necessarily. Maybe a better way is, Persona is not inherently a bad thing. For instance, you go to the bank and you meet Sally the bank teller. You only know Sally the bank teller. You don't know Sally the human being, really. Uh, You don't know Sally the wife, Sally the mother, Sally the sister, maybe Sally the grandmother. You know Sally the bank teller. There's nothing wrong with that because that's the level of interaction you have in this person's life. Where it turns into a problem is whenever we project personas to people that know us on a day-to-day basis. In other words, IRL, in real life. In other words, those of you that listen to my podcast, you don't know Tony the person most likely. You know Tony the podcaster. Now, I will say this. For some people, there is absolutely no persona. It is all essence. In other words, if I were a bank teller, if I were a doctor, a lawyer, if I were a garbage man, if I were a horse trainer, if I were whatever, it doesn't matter. You're going to get me and 100% me. And that's, that's sometimes a detriment to my success. 
but I strive to make sure that there is absolutely no differentiation between a persona and an essence when it comes to my myself. That being said, it's a perfectly natural, normal thing for uh, people to project different personas. This is what I'm afraid of, and this is the the message that I want to bring today about uh, Tamar. And let's look at what Tamar did, and let's talk about this idea of the personas we project in our lives. And let's try to bridge that gap between our persona and our essence. So let's talk about this. Genesis chapter 38. Um, the context here is Tamar married one of Judah's sons. He died. Uh, Judah's uh, other son was supposed to go take her to wife and bear a child with her, and that would be considered Judah's uh, child. And he didn't want to do that. He was struck dead, and the other son was supposed to do that. Judah never did follow through, never did make sure that was supposed to happen. So Tamar decided to take things into her own hands. I'm not commenting on the morality of that or even whether or not that was that was a good idea. I do know that the the things that she did to bring that about were immoral, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about here. Anyway, Genesis 38, verse 14. And she put her widow's garments off from her and covered her with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is by the way to Timnath. For she saw that uh, Shelah was grown, and she was not given unto him to wife. Shelah was the son of Judah that was supposed to take her in lieu of his other brother. When Judah saw her, he thought her to be a harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way and said, Go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee. For he knew not that it was his daughter-in-law. And she said, what wilt thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? Now, that's, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I'm not going to talk about it. But I just want to focus on this. She was a widow, and she was in mourning. But she took off that outer, that she took off that exterior, and she put on the clothes of a harlot. What happened when she put on the clothes of a harlot? Folks, she was treated like a harlot. As you're going through this world and you get treated certain ways, make sure that you're not wearing the costume of the, of the way you're being treated. For instance, if you're a young woman and you're trying to find a man to date and you're only treated and you're treated like you're worthless, you're treated like a sex object, you're treated like you don't matter except what you can give physically. Make sure you're not putting forth that persona. Make sure you're not wearing the clothes of a harlot. Now, that that can be boiled down and oversimplified. It's rather reductive. You know, make sure you're dressing modestly. Make sure you're acting chaste. But also, make sure that you're not uh, acting as a man. Making Make sure you're not bought into this third-wave feminism that says women can be just as promiscuous as men. And, and women's value comes from the same things or found in the same things that make men valuable. It doesn't. You know, women, women um, need to be feminine. Women need to be uh, submissive. Women need to be, we'll go, to, go to Proverbs 31 and, and read what that woman is. She's not manly. She's very womanly. 
she's also very, very formidable, and she's very respected, and she's blessed. Make sure that you are wearing the clothes of the virtuous woman and not wearing the clothes of a harlot. Make sure you're not putting off that persona that says your value is only found in what you can provide sexually, what you can provide financially. Because if you're thinking, well, all I'm finding is these men that I have to be mama over and I have to provide for, I have to be a sugar mama, it might be that you're you're setting yourself out there that that's what you are. So that's what you're attracting. Something else that come to mind about Christians in general, this goes for men and women. Um, how are you being treated by the world? Are you being very welcomed by the world? Are you having a hard time evangelizing? It may be that the persona that you're setting forth, the costume that you're wearing, is you're dressing up like a wolf. Think about it. We all understand the concept of a wolf in sheep's clothing. In Luke chapter 10, uh, or maybe Matthew chapter 10, I should have had that before I started. Just look it up. Whenever Jesus sends out the 70, he says, I send you out as wool, as sheep among wolves. All right, that's dangerous. Beware of wolves in sheep's clothing. We understand that we're supposed to be wary of people who appear peaceful and appear like they are harmless and appear as if they have our best interest in mind, yet they are actually ravenous wolves wanting to destroy us. That's an easy concept. But what if you're a sheep and you're one of Christ's sheep and you are in the pasture under the guidance of the shepherd? You're not going to fit in very well in the woods with the wolves. You have to dress up like a wolf. Is it easy for the world to tell that you're a sheep guided by the shepherd under the protection of the shepherd? Or maybe if you find the world is enticing you so much, maybe it's because the world thinks you are one of its own and you are dressed up as a wolf to the point where the world cannot differentiate you from the other wolves. It thinks you're one of its own. or you're, you're, um, In other words, you're not out there, and you're not, you're not setting yourself out there to be a Christian. You're not setting yourself out there to be Christ-like. You have put off your garments of Christ, and you have put on the garments of the world. And if you do that, you're not going to be effective as of evangelism. You're not going to be effective for the cause of Christ. And quite frankly, you're not going to be very well respected in the, in the circles of the world either because wishy-washy is not rewarded in society. In any society, if you have a society that's morals and values are based on Christianity, then if you're a, if you're a sheep trying to dress up like a wolf and play that part, then you're not going to be accepted in that society. And if you go to the world and you're a sheep and you're trying to be a Christian, but you act like the world, the world's not going to accept you either. I find it very interesting that this group of people that I play this game called Elden Ring, I play, I play with this group of people online, and I haven't said anything about what I do for a living. I haven't said anything about the fact that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, or I'm, 
a preacher, a gospel preacher, they would consider me a pastor. It just kind of come out. They notice I don't cuss. They notice I don't act like the world does. And they put it all together. And it's very interesting how they, because I'm true to myself and I'm true to what I am, they watch their language around me. They watch how they talk about women around me. They, it's very interesting how this works out. And I do not, I do not require this whatsoever. Um, whenever it come out that, that I'm a gospel preacher, that I'm a Christian, that I'm really serious about this, uh, two or three of them apologized for how they'd been talking. And I'm like, look, this, this, uh, my convictions have nothing to do with you and everything to do with me. I want you to have the same convictions I do. But if you don't, we can still play this game and, and we can still, you know, have fun playing Elden Ring and you just do you. I, I'm, I'm going to do me and I'm going to be a rock and unmovable. In other words, you're not going to be able to move me. You're not going to be able to shake me. And they, they really responded to that. It's so very, it, they, they changed the way they interact with me way more than if I would have said, look, guys, listen, now listen, all you people in this voice chat, y'all are cussing and y'all are talking bad and y'all are, y'all are acting badly. You need to change that because I'm a Christian and you need to respect that I'm a Christian. They would have laughed me to scorn. But because I didn't say anything at all and I just let the fact of what I am speak for itself, it indicted them and it gave them a standard. They want to do better. And they do whenever I'm in the voice chat. I Now I say that. I don't know how they do when I'm not in the voice chat. I doubt I have very much influence on people when I'm not around them. That's just kind of the reality of how things work. But, the, but my point is, I don't, I don't put on a gamer costume and talk like the world does when I'm with them and then put on a quote-unquote clergy costume and go to church and preach and then put on a quote-unquote regular Christian costume when I'm out in the world. I just make sure that I am a sheep in Christ and that's the way I look, that's the way I act, that's the way I talk. And it's very effective, and it makes you very formidable. In other words, I don't ever want to dress up like a wolf to go play in the woods. I want to stay clothed in Christ, dressed like my sheep, the sheep that I am. Not, not just any sheep, the sheep and the flock of the good shepherd. I don't ever want to be like Tamar and take things into my own hands and put off my clothing of a widow and then put on the clothing of a harlot. Tamar was not a harlot, but because she was dressed like a harlot, she was treated as a harlot. If I'm a sheep in the, in the fold of Christ and I put on the clothing of a wolf and I act like a wolf and I talk like a wolf, then I'm going to be treated like a wolf. And sadly, I'm going to be treated like a wolf on the day of judgment. Folks, that's, um, that's all I've got. And um, if, if, you have, if you have been treating your fellow man nicely, if you have been understanding of your fellow man and it's because of the Christmas season, don't make that a costume. Make that part of your essence. Don't cast off this clothing of a good person after the Christmas season. Make that part of who you are. And, uh, 
that's, uh, that's, that's it. That's the only thoughts that I had for today. I'm so thankful that you've tuned in and listened. I would ask that you would be the algorithm and share the content, subscribe to the podcast, and help us reach many, many more people in the year 2023. Uh, this has been Tony Brewer with Cotch Stations, and uh, we hope you had a Merry, Merry Christmas. We hope you have a happy, happy new year, and we will catch you on the flip side.